So yeah, like we're just we'll see how we go. And yeah. uh, does that sound all right? Yeah. Like uh, Ricky Gervais, Stephen Matt. Well, we joke. We, we literally joke that, that, that we're the Hamish and Andy of <laughs> logistics. <laughs> I like it. Um, hopefully, we can do a gap year at some point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and get paid to go to somewhere and talk. I'm not eating anything strange. Yeah. I have the weakest stomach. You, you can leave that to me, although yeah. I'll probably end up in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Season two of the the Lemon Podcast, the Logistics Media Network Podcast. Welcome back, mate! I can't believe the way he are to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we made it to season two. We've been away for a while. We both went away on holiday. It's been a, it was a huge entry to the year. Like it was a huge first half of the year, and then we all we basically said all stuff. That we've done so much. We might as well go on a holiday because we had uh, we had the SCLA stuff, we had the Ideathon, which we'll talk about on the later a later time. Um, we had all, all sorts of projects going on and getting them off the ground. So now we've actually come up with the idea to interview people. This is we're, we're, <laughs> the we're groundbreaking, the groundbreaking <laughs> thing uh, that we're going to do now. Yeah, nobody's ever done that before, right? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> what we're going to do is actually rope in someone who was part of our past project because we, we had the idea thon. The idea thon was a, a design thinking hackathon hybrid. We locked people in a room, PwC, for twelve hours. We told them, come up with a, a blue sky vision of what you see last mile or waste being in uh, five to ten years' time horizon and uh, and pitch something to us in, in the evening. So come up with something. And we actually it was actually an amazingly successful event. A lot of people Great showed to up. You. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> and what we've done is we've actually got John Hopkins here today who, with along with his team, won the actual idea fund. So congratulations, John, and welcome. Thank you, Christian. <laughs> can, we, yeah. can we insert like a you know a celebration noise? Or yeah, something? exactly. <laughs> we chuck something yeah. in. So we've got myself, Christian. We've got Jesse, and we've got John here. Who? Welcome to the show. You're our first guest, so um, you're our first victim, essentially. Wow. <laughs> victim <Nice>. number one <laughs> to putting putting up with us. It's a pleasure to be here. I think. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's ask that question again in half an hour. Exactly. <laughs> so, John, if you could just start us off, who who are you? Like, what do you do uh, for the people out there that don't know? And keep in mind, we're, it's called the Lemon Post, so lemons can be sweet or sour, so it can be good or bad. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> we're here to have a, a nice, honest conversation. Okay. Uh, just give us an introduction to, to who you are and what you get up to. Yeah, sure. So, my day job is um, an academic, so a senior lecturer at Swinburne University of Technology out in Hawthorne. Uh, within, within that, I do a number of things, so one of which I'm the uh, discipline leader for supply chain logistics. That means everything supply chain logistics pretty much falls under me, so you know, in terms of the teaching and, and, and research and, and certainly the, the admin side of it. I'm also the program director for our new course, which hopefully we'll get time, time to talk about a little bit later, which is our Master of Supply Chain Innovation, which launched earlier this year. Awesome. And that's the first course of its type globally that we're aware of. So what is that course? Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so, so it's the Master of Supply Chain Innovation, and what we decided... Um, We've discussed having a postgraduate course here for quite a while now, and uh, rather than kind of going into the market with another master of supply chain management, kind of 
and doing the same as what's already been done. We thought, well, you know, supply chain management, it's not really a boutique course anymore. It's pretty well established. A lot of universities around the world, around Australia, have one. Um, you know, and so let's try and do something different. Let's try and make um, you know, a different type of course, a slightly different type of audience. And, you know, at that time, so it was maybe 18 months, two years ago, the word I kept hearing every time I spoke to people from industry was innovation. Everyone was innovation. Man. I thought, hey, you know, maybe, we're, maybe there's something in this. So I kind of explored that a bit more and reflected on, you know, the change that's happening in the industry now is mm. like, like no one has ever seen this this level of change. What, what, what kind of changes do you think we're, we're seeing? Like, obviously, there's a lot. There's, there's AI, there's blockchain, there's heaps of things going on. So, All these buzzwords yeah, everywhere. Exactly. There's, <laughs> like, there's you, you know, you could have a dictionary of buzzwords. Yeah. Uh, what well, what stood out that that said, all right, let's let's do an innovation course. So, what, yeah. how, well, how do you tackle that? Well, you've kind of touched on it there to, to a certain extent. You know, something like blockchain, or let's say autonomous vehicles. If we were getting autonomous vehicles and nothing else, that would be a big change by itself. Yeah. You know, so rather than having you know, dri- you know truck drivers driving trucks around and yeah. uh, and uh, captains driving ships around. They're driving themselves around. There's, there's huge implications just for that. Yeah. But then on top of that, we've got the emergence of things like blockchain, 3D printing, uh, yeah, yeah, artificial intelligence, IoT, yeah. IoT, virtual reality, augmented yeah. reality, all of it. And it's all kind of happening at the same time. Yeah. And if you think about the implications, that's just the technology side of things. But the implications of having that new tech that allows you to do things differently you can make things differently, you can move things differently, store things differently, pay for things differently. Yeah. You know, are we going to be paying in Australian dollars in 10 years' time? Or are we all going to be on cryptocurrency? Who knows? Because yeah. it's that whole ecosystem. It's not just... Because, uh, again, what, what we tried to emphasize, especially in season one, was logistics is highly, highly uh, tactile. For It's highly tangible for everybody. Everyone interacts yeah. with it. When you're going to the to the shopping center and getting milk, you know, there was a huge amount of logistics and supply chain that went into getting it there. And then you're the next part of that step, you know, go to consume it and create waste. So um, it is amazing how all these technologies are coming up and, and you know, paving the way forward in such a such a unique way where we don't know what the formula will be. Because wow. for a long time it was pretty it was pretty standard. It was, you know, you make it, you ship it, try work out your inventory, yep. get rid of it, have a sale if you need it, move some additional stock. Yep, and then and then see what happens next season, and, and you could sort of predict what's happening. But now it seems there's so much um, that you can poke your stick in any direction, and you'll find oh, something different. Completely, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I don't think there's ever been a more exciting time than there is now. You know, to be a young person, to yeah. be a student, mm. there's heaps of opportunities going to be emerging. And, and 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 I think you know, as Christian just said, you're going to need. Sc- Skills that don't even exist yet. Yes, that we can't even comprehend in some cases. Yeah, Yeah. and or or certainly that people don't currently have in the market. What skills do you think? Oh, who knows? You know, (laughs) trying to get the insights. (laughs) But just in terms of let's say, you know, in terms of big data analysis. Yeah. You know, we're very data driven now. So the data Mm. we have, we have data on everything. That's right. Everything has a sensor on it, so we. We should you know demand a lot better. We should, and you put predictive analytics on top of that, and machine learning, mm. and you can almost know what the customer wants before they know they want it themselves. Yeah, exactly. 
but you know there's a lot of new skills that are a mm. part of that so I think it's very important that students now are, are entering the job market with at least a basic understanding of that kind of thing because they're the ones who are going to be driving it it's not the people uh, in the 50s or whatever who've been in, who've been in the industry for 40 years mm-hmm. they're not going to be driving that they're going to be managing the people who are driving that yeah but those skills have got to come from somewhere and then, this is something jesse and i talk about quite often and it's that uh, the skills that we used 10 years ago, they are almost redundant to what they are now. Like there are key things that will always yeah. be consistently yeah. needed. Now, we talk about this all the time because we basically, what, what do we say, Jesse? We've got a very narrow range of what we speak about. <laughs> 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 it's true. Well, if you think about it, we, we usually fall back on the same things as mm. what will stand out, like these broad categories, what will stand out in mm. the future of the skills. What, what are the things Ooh. in the future Right, so like there's a there's a whole lot of things happening right now, but there are without a doubt things that won't change, right? In, yeah. In, you know, it doesn't. A really really simple example of this actually, um, Jeff Bezos actually, um, so CEO of Amazon mentioned. Um, he he said, look, you know, everybody's so focused on oh, you know, what's the customer going to be doing in in the future? Like, you know, what what's going to be happening? You know, you know, pressures with everything that's going on. We need to raise our prices, etc. But but really, what kind of a customer actually wants to pay more for something, right? Yeah. Like like no no customer in their right mind What's wants that? to pay more. So Amazon's strategy is actually has always been to you know obviously they're super customer centric, but that they're, they're reducing prices if anything, and and you know that that creates an incredible um, you know brand right and brand moat as well because you've got customers who, quite frankly, are, are not you know no one no one wants to pay more. No, so they're going to everyone, stick with Amazon. Everyone wants more for less. And in terms of like the skills that you need to achieve that, we usually settle on mm. creativity. You can't commoditize. You can't, uh, you know, essentially outsource creativity to a machine or to something really, really clever. Absolutely. And the strategy of how you come up with a plan and, and actually market that correctly and communicate that to another human being a machine is never going to be as good as a person as doing that. That's generally the two things that we usually settle. And there's probably more if we kept mm. discussing it. But at this point in time, that's usually what we, we, we figure out, that these human-centric um, skills are never going to be replaced. These are the things that you can 100% lean on you know, today and in 50 years' time, even with all these advancements. But the exciting thing is that there are so many changes happening. It is very exciting. It's almost scary to a point because you kind of go, you know, should I invest in this because, you know, in, in three years' time it's going to be completely redundant and there goes half a million dollars. Like, these, these are some of the problems, you know, our, our, I suspect some of our listeners are facing, right? <laughs> so uh, what challenges did you face coming up with the course? Like, how did you decide, all right, you've got, you know, 50 different, 100 different topics and subject yep. matters. How did you decide, all right, this is what we're going to teach? How did you narrow that down? Yeah, so that was, that, that was a challenge. I mean, there, there were challenges even before we got to that stage. You know, right. Try, mm. Trying to get, um, obviously, you know, internal buy-in. Or, hey, yeah. I've got this new idea. No one else is doing it yet. <laughs> but I think it's going to be good. But, but you know, testament to uh, to Swinburne. They were they were pretty supportive and, right. um, mm. and put their put their faith in me. John, you mentioned before. You so see, you said that the, the supply the, the supply chain innovation yep. name is is well, of course is the first of its kind in the world. Yep. Um, how do you become a dis- how do you get a name like such as the discipline leader? Of, yeah. of, of the of the function, it almost sounds like you're the dojo master. <laughs> dojo it's master, remote. I yeah. like that. That's going on my, and, um, my next uh, my next business card. <laughs> dojo master. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, good question. Um, but I mean, uh, just 
I'll kind of rewind a little bit first. But sure. in terms of in terms of the the vision for the course originally mm. was that you know, supply chain's been around a while. Lots of people are already doing it. If you want to do that, if you want to do a supply chain management course, there's lots of options. Okay, so we wanted to you know, offer a slightly different type of course where we would have the key kind of components of supply chain in there, you know, supply chain, logistics, procurement, things like that. But we would really have this innovative kind of um, thread flowing through it as well. So just, just to give you an example. So it actually sits under Swinburne's Australian Graduate School of Entrepreneurship. So there's, an, there's eight courses mm -hmm. that sit under that, that umbrella. And all the students in um, who do those master's courses do a unit called Opportunity, Discovery, Creativity, and Design, which is actually a unit in design thinking. Right. So all the students do that. So that's awesome. You know, no, to my knowledge, there's not many supply chain students around the world who have to do a unit in design thinking as part of their course. And do you, do you feel like that's a, a, a? It sounds like it's a pretty big opportunity, right? But yeah. is that is that a real? Is that, I guess, a, a big problem with, with the industry, I guess, at the moment in that there isn't that kind of confluence of, of that, you know, design thinking discovery. and discovery component with, with supply chain? As, it's a, it's a, a new skill, though. It's, a, it's something, yeah. like, if you, if you were to rewind a little bit, uh, even a short while ago, if you said, is this uh, essentially from a creative department, here's their process, driving yeah. supply chain, someone would have gone, all right. So yep. like, you've been paid too much, get lost, or like something, <laughs> something, something is wrong. You're thinking the wrong way, right? But yep. now, to try and tackle this, you kind of need this new skill set. It seems is that yep. the general thinking? Definitely, and, and you know, linking it to what mm -hmm. I was saying before about the opportunity that's out there, you know, for young people. Not only is a far greater opportunity to now to go and start your own business, you know, mm -hmm. you know, with each of those technologies we discussed earlier as they kind of push the envelope, if you like, and change the way things are done, that's going to create opportunity for someone else to do something a yeah. little bit different. Cool. So you've got that, entrepreneur, that entrepreneurial <clears throat> type thinking, again, with that unit I mentioned before. So you've got the supply chain students who do it, but you've also got entrepreneurship and innovation students doing it. Master of Digital Business Management, mm. all together. So they're working so on group projects. So you're, actually, you're actually almost kind of bringing students and, and faculties together this kind yeah. of it's almost kind of ironic how you everybody's talking about the convergence of technology and you've now got the convergence of, of faculties and students set, and yeah. skill sets and, and all of that comes together to just create a melting yeah. pot right and it's exactly. really interesting because this is something i've we, we've talked about and i've sort of been mm. preaching it at you sort of thing right <laughs> but it's that i i see a lot of parallels between uh the startup scene mm. marketing and logistics because oh, in, totally. if you look at it yeah. in sequence a startup and someone trying to start a new business, they're, they're conceptualizing, they're trying to come up with a new idea of what will sell, right? Yep. And then they move on to the next step, which is I've got an idea for a, a yep. new type of water bottle or something, right? Obviously, that's what's yep. on the desk. That's what yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, then they need to communicate that and validate the concept and see who will buy it, how big is this market, how much is worth investing in it. Yep. And then the third part is the actual execution of it, and that's the logistics. It's all right, find a manufacturer, do I make it myself, do I buy it? you know what's the lead time all the logistics component you know organizing your supply chain to actually deliver this yeah. once and then repeatedly this all to me works in sequence uh, in the modern context and it will continue to be more and more accelerated to just follow this sort of as much as things are going crazy there's still a logical sequence to how you get things done yeah. so offering a, a master's in actually 
that general concept, that's a really exciting thing because you're, yeah. you're, you're future-proofing as much as possible what the skill sets and the executions and I mean, I think an interesting, I think interesting point to kind of add, add to that as well is like, because you can even, even if you just start thinking about it and you imagine, right, okay, so you've got some medical students and you've got supply chain students and you've got um, IT students and you, and you have people starting to come together and all of a sudden you've got, you know, the you're looking at the delivery of, of, of you know, um, something that the surgeon needs, right? Um, but the developer over the top looking at how they can optimize that network and, and even looking at artificial intelligence in terms of, of how you actually, um, you know, the, the surgery or whatever it is that, that kind of, you know, finishes that, that particular process, that supply chain, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a supply chain that wraps it all up. That's right. It's really interesting that, like, if you feel, because I, I worked for several years, and if you look at the industry, like in industry, it's, all right, we're putting a project together, let's build a project team, we'll take someone from here, we'll take someone from there, and you end up having a team sometimes, a bloated team of 10 people, and you can get nothing done, because mm -hmm. it's a bureaucratic nightmare, and everyone's lost <laughs> an email trail, and it's just complete bullshit, right? <laughs> Shouldn't sweat, whatever. Um, <laughs> Mate, but, we've, we've done worse in here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're doing well, got, so well. I can't believe we haven't dropped an F bomb yet. Let's be honest. <laughs> but, the, loops. but the yeah, but the interesting <laughs> thing is that in a corporate setting, in a in a business setting, you especially the small, the medium to large size companies, it's how do you get people to have a cross functional team where you understand software, you understand uh, logistics, you understand the marketing, and you. How do you build a team mm. that can actually tackle a range of problems mm. and then trust that team to do it? And it's very, very hard to do that. Mm. I was at an event last week which was called Day Zero, which was actually the new intake for students who, who are doing the, these AGSE, Australian Graduate School of Entrepreneurship courses. Right. Mm. And I picked up new, two new words. I always like picking up new, new vocab. <laughs> and um, uh, there was a guy presenting, a former student, I think, yeah. and he was talking, he'd done the entrepreneurship and master's course and he was talking about entrepreneurs intrapreneurs and extrapreneurs what, what is wow. that last one? now this is yeah. my this is my understanding of it okay so entrepreneurs most people know about so you know this kind of startup mentality where you want to be create your own business and work yeah. for yourself and everything else and you, you come up with a creative idea mm. and then you got to try and take that to market so then you've got intrapreneurs. So these are people who are working for the corporates, yep. Yep. but they're coming up with new ideas to improve the way that that corporate works yes. in yep. the future. So implementing change, and again, technology could be part of that. Mm. And then there's extrapreneurs, who are the people who, again, are working for these corporates, have these ideas, but then spin them outside of that corporate to start a new company. Wow, that's interesting. So is that is that... Um the comp does the company still own that that IP or because this this, this could become <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I think the lawyers Google are getting it. happy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's interesting because we um I've heard another one as well a hybridpreneur. What? Oh I God, I think there's just there's preneurs maybe, everywhere. Maybe this is just like, <laughs> this seems to be getting excessive now. People are just coming up with words, yeah. going, "Oh, this will sell." I'll just. Some word out of thin air. <laughs> when I write a book one day, I want to make sure that that was my word. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, well, look, John's got the dojo master. He's, so he's got yeah. dojo master. Chain dojo master. <laughs> Jesse Hyperpreneur. <laughs> but what I understand with the entrepreneur, intrapreneur, and extrapreneur is that they they uh, involve the same type of skills. You know, it's by innovation. So, yep. so talking about you know these master of supply chain innovation students sitting in a class with entrepreneurship and innovation students and uh, you know master digital business management and MBA students mm. and everything else 
this kind of diversity, they're going to have a, you know, they're going to come up with some different ideas Absolutely. and uh, different types of thinking. Mm. And you might not go and run off and start your own company, but you might run yeah. back to your own company and implement it yeah, and start using word. design thinking to yeah. generate ideas to implement change there. So, and, and I think that, you know, we are in an environment now where there's more of a demand for that. We talked about customers, didn't we? Yeah. And, and you, you know, you said yourself that customers want, you know, they want more, they want it cheap, they want more options, they want it delivered faster, yeah. they want it cheaper than ever before. That's right. You know, we're, and we're those people, we are those customers. Okay? Exactly. And, 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 I, and I use an example with, with the students of the Iconic. Mm. You, know, you, you order something off the Iconic. It gets delivered in four hours. You're like, wow, that's great. Four hours. Then you want everything to be delivered in four hours. <laughs> yes, so they set you the have that one experience, exactly, which yeah. just blows your mind. <laughs> and now it's the baseline. If that's it. And that's what companies like Uber have actually done. For yeah. you know, It's funny thinking now that Uber's been around for 10 years. Wow. It's been around for 10 that's years. A, that, it doesn't, it, it seems it, like it was around for last feels year. Like, yeah. <laughs> But 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 it's like Uber's not even it's not a new word. It like it's it's just part of our it's part of almost kind of like our, our, our yeah exactly that's a good word. Yeah. Um, and and now it's just like that's the bent that's the expectation yeah. Yeah. and and um, it puts incredible strain on on you know supply chains and businesses in general and and people. People who have to do this stuff to actually enable these processes. Because there's a lot of pressure on, Mm. oh, the system failed, but they still want the results. Mm. So that puts the people in charge under pressure to deliver. Uh, It is a very interesting topic. In terms of uh, the delivery, I've heard that Under Armour, or maybe it was Nike or Under Armour, but in in America, they're going a step further. And you were saying before that the, the, the systems won't know what the customer wants before the customer even orders it. They're, they're actually actioning that. I don't know where it's at now, but I was reading this article a couple of months ago where they will provide a locker for you. Mm-hmm. And you, sub- so you subscribe, you pay a fixed amount for this yep. locker, mm. and every month they will populate it with new, new stuff. Wow. So a new pair of shoes, new shorts, new shirt, right? Wow. In your size. And yep. In your size, completely yep. tailored to you. And you don't even have to order it. You just go, I like this, I don't like this, and you send back whatever you don't like. So they're going wow. a step further and going, well, this person will probably like this, we'll give it a shot. Because hmm. you got professional golfers and tennis players, they 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 get the same thing. You know, they show up to a, an event and they get free stuff yep. straight away in the locker every time, right? Now they're giving this to customers. It's really really interesting because there's a whole amount of work to do that. It's an incredible amount hmm. of work to do that. Yep. But you could easily see someone like Zara offering something yeah. similar. Or, or Gee, it's fascinating when you think about um, as you as you were speaking about earlier, John. I can't remember if it was actually just before we started recording, but. Um, like predictive analytics and, and actually I think the next level is prescriptive analytics where you're actually you, you're literally um, almost kind of thinking thinking before the customer thinks it's kind of crazy when you think about it right um, I said think quite a few times then um, <laughs> but but it's it's fascinating to, to see that um, you know that, that, that these companies now are actually kind of almost trying to get a get a jump start on the customer yes and anticipating where the customer's going to move yeah. and, and that's that's an incredible thing to think about given that you know with the amount of data that we've got available now um, this stuff's possible but but to think that you know 10 years ago we, we, could, we, could, we could we could hardly even you could hardly even like run a macro yeah <laughs> without it crashing was, Excel it, was, <laughs> it is amazing how fast things are changing and I mean it's it is the ultimate situation isn't it if you have a supply chain where you know, I don't even have to. I don't have to call anybody. I don't have to do anything. But I know that a package is going to show up at three o'clock, um, and it's going to be exactly what I want. It's really generalized terms, but that's exactly that's a perfect supply chain. 
Amazon are very, very close to doing it because they've got, as we learned at the event last year, they, their, their supply chain self-regulates. So they take new data with new models and then they predict what people want and they test their, they have, well, in America, the audience is much bigger. They test uh, what, what does or doesn't work and then they scale out to the rest of their business. So they've got almost as close as you can get to a perfect supply chain. And the next step is, is innovations like, you know, I think it was Under Armour. And, and I think uh, analytics are getting so much more sophisticated. Uh, you know, you, meant, you mentioned Amazon. You know, Amazon's been around in the UK, where I'm from, for, mm. for quite a while, and, that, and it's quite a new thing here. But um, the analytics were rubbish to begin with. You know, you would buy a book, you know, it was books and CDs. Obviously, you guys have probably never even seen CDs. <laughs> But that was it, it was books and CDs and you'd buy a book and it, you know, the, the interface was not dissimilar to, to, it is, to what it is today, but it would say, you know, you bought this so you would like this and half the time it, it was stuff you already had or stuff you, wouldn't, you had no interest in, yeah. whereas now... You know, we, we, I don't know if you guys are flybys or whatever at supermarket. You know, they, they collect some fantastic data. And that's yeah. something I like to talk to students about because, or, or non-supply chain people, because they, mm. they kind of understand that, you know, and, and it's so sophisticated now. Absolutely. I get the reminder email. It's always like well, half an hour before we go shopping, so it kind of knows when I'm going. Really? So then it's, a remi- yeah. it's a timely reminder. It that's arrives a, at a time <laughs> that, that it's actually useful. And then there's a list of stuff. And, you know, 99 out of 100 items are things that you've bought and uh, it's telling you they're on special. And then occasionally, it's, you know, it's cleverer than I am. It's like, it's telling <laughs> something's on special. I'm thinking, what the hell is it telling me that for? <laughs> and I remembered that like four years ago, like my mother-in-law came to stay with us and we bought that once, you know, <laughs> and it remembers that, oh, you know. Oh, goodness. I, I freak out with my phone. Tell Like, I know it's got all my calendar, all my appointments and everything. And, you know, I had a flight and it goes... Oh, for your upcoming trip to Prague, you know, this is these are the good tourist attractions. I'm like, well, what are you, th- get out of my life. Like, what are you doing? But at the same time, I was like, oh, yeah, I will go check out that. That's pretty cool. The integration across, you know, these different sites, you know, and we, we haven't even mentioned social media. So the amount of data that that's collecting, oh, as you know, the, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he's, he's in a different court every, every week. I'm, you know what, you know what, with, with all these, you got yeah. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Google, the guys from Google. I'm waiting for one of these guys to just go, you know what? You can't do anything about it. I'm going to become a supervillain. <laughs> like, we can finally living in, we're finally living in an era where we have James Bond like. Well, this is, this is the question on Elon Musk. No one actually knows if he's an alien or not, right? So. No, I'm telling you, Elon Musk at some point is just going to go, yeah, no, nah, all right, I'm, I'm going to start, I don't know, it's something evil. <laughs> the boring company is actually my way of undermining all of Los Angeles and the whole, you know, I don't know. So I, I've seen, I watched The Incredibles. Ah. <laughs> you, you made an interesting point though john so um because you you mentioned cause we hadn't hadn't spoken about social media yet but how do you think um because this is something that christian and i love love talking about social media and you know where our faces are buried half the time in front of you yep. know this, this this black screen right here but um you know how how, how is um how is social media actually um influencing supply chains because it, it there's now this network of people across the world who have access to um, to not just you know the the you know pages and the influencers and all that who, who are all over these social media platforms, but the products and services that sit behind that. You know, it's linked to what we said about analytics. You know, mm. they're collecting data on us all the time. Yeah, supply chains are all about 
selling products. Yes. Yeah, that's where it links to marketing. One yeah. thing I say about marketing mm -hmm. students, they get they get supply chain. You get a you get a marketing student, picks up a um, you know supply chain unit as an elective. They get it. Oh, well, they get half of it. Okay, <laughs> so they get the kind of they get the, 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 the broad strokes for sure. Yeah, they, they definitely do because yeah. it's the, it's almost the same thing in, in reverse. Very much so. I did some marketing studies, so I hundred percent attest to that. Yeah, and, and you know, having having the best supply chain and most efficient supply chain in the world, and you know, three hour delivery or whatever, it's not worth anything mm. if you're not delivering the product that the customer wants, Correct. the size they want, the color they want, and everything else. So, I think what social media helps us do, or helps organizations do, is to build that profile. Like you said about Under Armour, you know, it's building up that profile of what we're like. If you're like this, you're going to like this. And over time, it's going to get more and more sophisticated. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to kind of, you know, know your mind as, as good as you do. So I think that's, you know, it's a, it's an interest I've, I've had for a long time, you know, and people will say, what the hell has that got to do with it? You know, I've done research into social media and the front end of it. And people don't get the, that it's supply chain. It's all about mm. supply chain. Yeah. See, my worry is when they get too sophisticated and it's going to be like, all right, Under Armour is linked to my health app. And it's noticed <laughs> I haven't gone to the gym in like six well, months. Well, it. by the way, we well, sent you... haven't you, had a notification of that yet. <laughs> no, I should. But I'm waiting for it to go, well, we sent you some bigger sizes because we've noticed you're probably a bit fatter than usual. Because you <laughs> you've just come back from holiday. Exactly. You come back from holiday, you haven't been to the gym. We've done the math, all right? We're smart enough to figure out you're probably a bit fatter than you Anytime were. Fitness has got a promotion, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll, exactly. They'll link it in. That's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I was at an event maybe a year ago and they were talking about the what was going to be the smartest device in your home within, I don't know, one year, three years or whatever. Mm. And it's going to be your toilet. So they say, you know, your toilet. Oh, because it knows you buy it. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Wow. The smart toilet, John. The smart toilet. Because it works out how your health is going. Yeah. Because so yeah. your gut is very, very you nice. Take, you take it, you know, number one or number two, and the toilet analyzes it, you know, checks you for your that's iron in, levels. That's in uh, the island. That's what you and McGregor and Scarlett Johansson. They're in a movie that does exactly right. that. But they, that's a whole different story. They're clones and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and, and, and I then, love a smart toilet. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have a yeah. connected household. Before we started talking, uh, we were talking about um, Alexa, weren't we? Yeah. Amazon Alexa and, and Google Home. And all these devices, more, more and more devices are going to be connected mm. in the home. So quite literally, your toilet's going to be talking to your fridge, you know? It's going to be, you got, you know, there's high sugar, sugar levels Jeez. in your pee. Yeah. Right, let's 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 cancel that order of uh, you know, Coke, Mo Coke Monster or, or whatever yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. see, I, I worry about that because people spend like my housemate. He spends such a long time on the toilet, just on playing his phone. Right, what's going to happen when the when the toilet can you know, talk to you and discuss how your life is going, your mood? <laughs> your yeah. toilet becomes yeah. the counselor. <laughs> yeah, you're sitting on the throne. Oh, there you go. And it's like welcome. It's your physical, physical health and your mental yeah. health. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe that is the solution that we're all looking for. Toilets have just become a much much bigger room. They've just become this luxurious <laughs> area because you're spending so much time there. Uh, uh, one of my friends actually we should be talking about this one of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends actually for, for I think my birthday two years ago got me one of those because she knows I like golf she got me one of those um, um, uh, potty putters oh, so yeah. I can practice my putting stroke while I'm <laughs> that's why you short game so that's why my, that's why I actually probably have a half decent short game what's, what's your handicap no, it's, well, it's non-existent he's, he's, nah he's a gun <laughs> no. really cool, yeah. oh, he's really good rubbish so. mate rubbish you're the, Look, one, you're the one with the air. He's got a driver. It's an Air Force One. Well, this is the thing. We, if we, we always said if we combined his short game and my long game, we'd have one decent player. Maybe that's anyway. why. Maybe that's why. Like we're doing this because without 
the two of us, yeah, would just be wouldn't this thing wouldn't work? No, obviously it, John as well. Yeah, we need, <laughs> we need, we need John to talk to. <laughs> uh, this is this is the good thing because John actually has like a job and things to do in his life, <laughs> like kids and p- to pick up from school. Whereas we would just keep talking oh, for literally nonstop until we got hungry, which you know, maybe a long long time away. Um, okay, just on a, a final point, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about uh, you know. This new program, the Masters of Supply Chain with Innovation in it. Yep. We talked about a hell of a lot of things in between. It's been a great conversation. Like, I, I'm really curious as like a final point. Like, what's your take on the industry in Australia right now? Like, let's not put it in a global context. Oh, global context. But um, in Australia right now, it is obviously a very exciting time. But is there anything that stands out where you're like, you know, this event or this initiative or something along these lines? Does anything stand out where it goes... Supply chain is really exciting for this reason, or what is, it, is there something that I don't know whether there's one single thing, mm. but but there's certainly a lot of exciting things happening. Yeah. I went yeah. to uh, an SCLAA event recently where Good we plug. visited uh, Catch of the Day. <laughs> Good plug. We didn't even ask to do that. <laughs> Actually, um, we're not getting paid for anything. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why are we plugging it? <laughs> and. Uh, you know, to see the level of automation that's happening there yeah. is pretty, you know, it's pretty impressive. And there was, uh, you know, the Swiss log robot kind of picking, and yeah. uh, you know, I'd seen that, I'd seen that on, on YouTube, mm. uh, you know, like Babbler, JD.com or whatever. Yeah. Did, you, did you make it out to CMAT this year? No. So CMAT had uh, the Swiss, the mm. Swiss mob as yeah. well. Well, that, that was a, a catch of the day. So you know, yeah. it's, I'd seen it on YouTube. Wow, this is impressive. But who knew that Checks in me. Australia we've already got one as well? So it was pretty, yeah. pretty impressive. I'm also also going to try and, and um, score a visit out to the new Woolworths TC when that opens. So that oh, awesome. they've got some pretty exciting tech um, going to be installed there. Uh, obviously, Amazon arriving here. I haven't been able to get in there. That's, I don't uh, think anybody's got in there. I don't think anyone, anyone's been in there. Very, but, very um, cr- secret. Is very I've quiet. Been, <laughs> I've been past it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you've seen it. You, you haven't been able to get in, but you've actually seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't know it was Amazon. No, very unsuspecting. If it didn't, on Google Maps, it didn't tell you. You know, yeah. it's uh, there's a kind of little tiny placard and, and nothing else. To, yeah, to tell it's you very, about. very, very hard. Does, to it have, does it have day one on the... Because um, I think that's they'd what be they'd, in the office. I think, yeah, because <laughs> that's that's the whole that's, that's the, the mantra, whole, the whole the whole thing. Mr. Bezos. Yeah, day one thinking. Yeah, absolutely. There's, yeah, there there is there is one. There is a lot of exciting things going on. We've we've seen at the events all the time. These interesting conversations that are happening. John, thank you yeah. very much. You're very welcome. Thank you sir. for for putting up with us. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, um, you've done you've done well. With me. <laughs> hopefully, we haven't damaged too much of your professional reputation. Yeah. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> as much as we've damaged ours. <laughs> oh, we don't have John's got something to lose. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back next week with someone new. Jeez, I wonder who it's going to be. It's Maybe it's because we haven't figured it out. No, oh, we God. have to figure out who it is. Jeez, we're really flying by the seat of our pants, aren't we? Yeah. But, <laughs> no, we'll be back next week. We're going to do the next couple, the next several weeks, uh, someone new, interviewing them, talking about the same same kind of thing, logistics and how it, encom- how it encompasses all these other uh, concepts. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Take it easy, guys.